episode four of the Dynasty League Pog. Today, we bring back our two hosts, John and Lucian, as well as a new shiny guest star who you've heard from before, who had the week of his life in week one of the season. First, let's go to John. How are you doing? I'm pretty good. We're coming off a big win last week, 1-0. We're going to go undefeated, so. It was a good win, even if you did come in, like, fifth in scoring. I don't so, care. So, on the Lucian, the owner of the 1-0, 0-1, shiny tarps, how are you doing? <laughs> uh, we're doing good. You know, it went about as well as we could could have reasonably expected, so, you know, not too many complaints. So, Lucian, for this year, are you going to – what's going to happen more? Are you winning games or are you rebranding? <laughs> I'm done. I think I might be done rebranding. The ma- the shiny magic tarps might be the – the perfect brand for this season, but I can't promise it. anything. I do enjoy. Still stands though. I know. I do enjoy um, making new names. Now over to our special guest star, Colby Sherman. Welcome to the pod after your first win as a member of the Dynasty League. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing fantastic, and I just want to say, the last time I was on the pod, uh, <laughs> I I said that if we could go two and three in the first five, we'd be looking good. I'm going to change that. I'm going to say we're going at least 4-1, and one, probably 5-0. Oh. I like the confidence. Ooh. I mean, I'm not going to say anything to you now after that first win. You're, you're already proving the haters wrong. Let's go. I, mean, I love I'm it. I'm pretty much the only non-hater, like, for the Pommies. I have I know, so Lucian, much faith. Lucian's been pretty supportive. That's I'm, true. I'm Lucian supports everyone. I'm not a hater. I'm just not a lover. I support everybody except for the tandem, surprisingly enough. Yeah, that's true. Bro, tandem, tandem's winning right now. They're up 2-1. to one I don't know. Everyone likes to hate on the tandem, but... Yeah. Tandem's cooking all right now. Okay, let's get into the trade action. Which So first, Lucian, we'll go to your deals. So first, you traded Mookie for Randy and Bogarts. I know we've spoken about this. What a great Tell deal. Tell us why this deal went down. What a good, like, everyone's crapping on that deal. I'm so excited to have my boy Bogie here. I just love Bogarts. He's great. And to have Randy, and then I get him, and then what does he do? Bomb, bomb. Views my story. I, I, okay, so I won it's already. Paying off this week, even though you lost by hundred. Lucian, I have okay, a question so for you. A lot more. Well, what is John? Just, what's your you question? Hear me? My question for Lucian is: How much younger is Mister Rookie Randy Rosarena than Mookie Bat? He's only two years younger. But okay, I'm okay. Back. I'm back. all right. So you, I, wait, I was just explaining it this time? way. No, the way um. There goes Lucian. Well, while he's gone, I'm going to pipe in on that trade Go real quick. It. I think it's an excellent trade oh because Marcus Lynn Betts retired from baseball after 2019 after refusing to play for anybody but the Boston Red Sox. So, That's a good point. Yeah. I mean, he, he traded somebody who's not even playing baseball. Exactly. exactly. Thank true. you. But in all seriousness, my thought process was if in like two or three years, Randy's like 80, 75% of Mookie, if I could make Mookie like 25% worse, to get Bogarts, I would do that every day. Makes sense, I guess. I know John does not agree with that statement, but... I think fantasy-wise, it would be pretty just undeniable. But yeah. we'll see. Hey, I hope it works out for you. And I hope it doesn't work out for the Mud Eagles, because Mud Eagles are a contender right now. Um, let's go to your other deal. You traded Didi Gregorius for Shane Boz. So what was going on with that one? Didi was just pissing me off. You know, he lost the namesake, and so... Uh, Danny was like, dude, give me Didi. I was like, okay. That's pretty much it. Okay, yeah, that's fair. Okay. Then we got one more deal to go through. This one is with Colby. Aww. You got you got yourself a DJ Jazzy Jeff to go with your Fresh Princes in a deal where you sent Aaron Otto and Erod to Danny for Jazz Chisholm and Dane Dunning. Walk me through that one. So, 
here's the deal with that. Danny was was asking about Granky too. He he wanted Arenado and Granky, and like was throwing out wild offers. So sometimes when that happens, it just wears you down to the point where you don't think clear. But also, I actually really like the deal. DJ Jazzy Jeff is a baller, and he's only 23. That's really good for our future. And I actually really like Dane Dunning. I know he's not quite Erod, but also I don't really like having Red Sox guys on my team. I'm the same way in football. I don't like to have uh, Washington football team players because it's just bad luck to me. Um, it's it, it's just not great. And Arenado, we appreciate everything he did for the Pommies in his seven days as a, as a Pommy, but it was just we have so many young third basemen. We didn't really necessarily need him. Uh, we're excited about the future. I like it. And I, DJ Jazzy Jeff proved the haters wrong right away. Let's go. He did. He made a statement. Him um, and Randy. Yeah. They make, they're making their statements. And hopefully, Ryu got those statements last a couple of years. I do agree with you, though, on the Red Sox player thing. I try not to have Red Sox. Oh, disagree. Give me all the Sox. Give me JD. Yeah, Lucian loves the Sox. If you don't want any Red Sox, I'll take JD for cents on the dollar. See, no, I, will I will take not, JD because I know if I take JD, he's going to, like, break his leg the next day. Nope. Oh, probably um, okay, let's move into our results for week one. So, most of our matchups end up being pretty quiet. Uh, Colby, you ran away from the cavalcade after four or five days, which was an impressive performance from you. You were challenging for second scoring for a long time there, too. Then, John, yes, you ended up actually being close. I was sure you were going to win. So, how did long balls almost win that? Uh, my offense is dismal. We're missing a shortstop. Triple A slot right now. It kind of is a triple-A offense right now. Um, yeah, and we have uh, Franchi in the outfield, which he, Franchi doesn't play every two games, so that's another problem. The lineup is bad. That, that's it. Bottom line. Yeah. Hey, you won, right? Moving on to next Yeah, week. and I, I have okay, a pretty easy then, week, I think, this week, so we'll be good. Well, I got a much better offense. Then we got Pablo Shiny Magikarp, who got smacked by the Boneheads. This was – other than this with the Pomeranians was the two, was the other shellacking. Lucian, you lost by 128. So, uh, let's, what, anything you want to say after that? You know, if we're going to be perfectly honest, we weren't expe- really expecting to come in this week with a going out 1-0. We know, we know where we are in this league. We know where we stand. And it's a rebuilding year. And we had some Devers. Right? He's looked at my story. I can't even complain. We're going to win. We're going to... Try our best. We're going to try to go one and one. If we go zero and two, such is life. We need to get at least four wins this year. We had three last year. We just got to get four this year, and we're improving. Um, not really, but I'll go with it. Okay. Well, I, before I get to my game, since that's the one we all want to talk about, Colby, how did you beat the Cavalcade by over hundred points? What What did you What What happened to your team that went so right? So I'm not sure if that's the game everybody wants me talking about, Kosh, because the Pommies came out <laughs> and dominated right out of the gate. I, I feel like that's the story of the week. Yeah, that's been some time. Uh, it was but, the story of the week for me until I came back. But but, but the big thing for us this week was the the, the managing the, the spot starts, you know. Uh, we don't have a ton of starter guys that are starting games regularly right now, so we need to fill in those spots, and almost every one worked out pretty well. I think the worst one was Cueto, who only who put up eight, but we didn't go negative with any of the spot starts, and that's huge. Uh, EO had a big one. Um, and then Trevor Rogers down the stretch, really closing it out. He's not a spot. He's a regular on our team, but, like, we were not expecting 28 points out of him. But then again, when you pitch against the ground, you got to expect to shut down the Mets, so. <laughs> 
You really, you did man, you really managed your way to a win, which is an impressive thing to do in fantasy league. Okay, so let's move on to the five seventy five to five seventy two matchup of the two two leading scorers. My heads of moderate age versus Jake's Mud Eagles. As you all know, Jake is heartbroken about this result, and I do not blame him because I was sure I was going to lose with about three days left. And then Alex Colomay happened in the last day, which I I should be selling. I should send Alex Colomay a present. You should pick him up because that was a flush performance. And I also want to thank Danny because he dropped Kenley and he gave him the perfect motivation yeah. to have a bonehead the best appearance of the season or his career. He just <laughs> went out and shut down the Nationals in that game, and that was basically what did it. Well, um, and, and I know we're going to talk about this later when we talk about the MLB, but, like, controversy in that win, because if that goes to extras, if Alec Baum doesn't get the worst call in history, yeah. um, maybe maybe you lose. I very well could have. I was – I even though Baum's, Baum's on his team, I was praying for that run to score because I just wanted the game to end. That was a bad call. I just saw that call this morning. Like, I didn't keep up with it as it happened. That was a really yeah. bad call. I don't know how you get that really call. Really terrible, out, but – we are. That's like, the thing. It is not even that bad of a call, like on the original call, yeah. but to review that and still not get it right. For yeah. them to look at it at like six different angles and be able to replay it back and forth and to get that call wrong, it's, that's bad. That's awful. Just don't. I've, I've been texting my bookie all day asking my money back. <laughs> I don't blame you. That's just that, how do you get that call wrong? I don't. Like, what's the point of replay yeah. if we're just going to have the guy miss home plate completely and then. Yeah. Bone still has not touched uh, the plate. I know, tough, but it's heartbreaking for the Muddy Goals, you know. But when he was up by 100, he was not calling it a wrap. I remember. He yeah, was, he was. He was, he was super worried about it all week, and I guess he, he proved himself right as much as he didn't want to. True. Yeah, at the, when the Colome thing happened, he t- he was sure he'd lost at that point. He texted me, like, you won. I'm like, I don't know, man. I still got to score 20 points. But yeah, we did it. Um,. What they should do is they should just start putting body cams on umps because what happens is, like, the umps always block the best view of the play. And then so there's just the camera, like, on their chest, then you would not have that. That's issue. a good point. That's a good idea, I think. Because, like, they're trying to do their yeah, job. Like they have to get the best angle, so they block it. Yeah, one thing, too, That's about true. your matchup. I mean, last year you were known for scoring high and then getting outscored every week. But maybe it could yeah, be turned around. Who knows? Maybe your guys finally learned how to win. Yeah, if we got that winning mentality. That's I mean, all it takes. It's because you're the moderate heads. I'm not the old heads anymore. Yeah. We youngened up a little bit. Now we got that fire in our bellies to go get those dubs. Yeah, you, okay. you, you euthanized the lineup a little bit. Yeah. That's... <laughs> sure. Oh, well, yeah. Okay. Lucian, I'm going to hand it over to you. Let's go through your uh, shiny cart power rankings that went up on the website this morning. All right, so for obvious reasons, the shiny carps are not in the power rankings. I don't want any bias in these power rankings. We can't – we hate the bias. We know. We all know where the carps would be, but we're just not going to talk about them. Number one, we got the moderate heads, you know, top two team consensus going into the league I – mean, going into the year. How can they not be yep. number one after they you know, put the most in scoring? Number two, the Mud Eagles. They would have won this week, but they had, a, like, just a, a, an incredible amount of injuries. If we're going to be honest, there's just mm-hmm. so many good players got injured and they took the loss for it. Number three, the Boneheads, you know, another you know, top team. They did what they had to do. Number four, we got the Pommies. Everyone had them down at seven or eight, and now they proved themselves. They proved them team a good team. And we got number five, 
the Meteors. I've had them at six going into the season, but they've passed the cavalcade in my eyes. Number <laughs> Thanks, six- Luke. Appreciate it. <laughs> Number six with the cavalcade. I If Bauer was still going to be there and going to be pitching really well, maybe I'd have a little bit higher. But with the Bauer situation there and like the ace of their staff, just with a, a million question marks on them, I don't, I can't put him too much higher. And number seven, Zach, I got a whole lot of love for you, man. I love you so much. <laughs> Your fantasy team is just, you need, you need more arms. I, you you got to hound that, like pound the waiver wire, just make some trades or something. I don't get DD for some, a couple of arms. I don't know, but you got to do something because that your pitching is just letting you down. And that's my, that's just the power rankings the way I see it. I, th- I think that's a fair power ranking. That's about what mine would look like, of course, with you in the eighth spot. Well, we don't know about that. Um, Not. Right so now so if I was going to do power rankings, oh, if I was going to do power rankings, I would swap Cavalcade and Zach, honestly, because I don't think he's checking his lineup every day. I don't think he is, and you're just not going to win that way. And while I've had the Pommies in first on mine, objectively, I'd probably still have the Meteors above us because we still haven't fully proven ourselves yet. Yeah, that's fair. That's a fair assessment. Okay, so everyone give me your overreaction for week one. Like, based on what you saw, what's something that you're feeling that you know is probably a little overreacting? Who wants to go first? I'll go first. I think the, the uh, Pommies, they're going to be the playoffs. They will be the four seed. If not the three wow. seed, who knows? That's my overreaction. Overreaction. At this point, that's what it feels like, you know. They're and with a manager, we got one of the they got the they're the best managed team in the league right now. They're being aggressively managed and you gotta respect that. Okay, let's pass it to John. What's your overreaction? My overreaction is that the Meteor's offense is, is just terrible and they need to make some like considerable moves for offense and trade away some of their key key arms. Okay, yeah. I mean, that might be something... I mean, I have 19 starts this week. What am I going to do with them? That would be crazy. If Um, all of a sudden we see John making some big moves, he could go flying up those power rankings. Yeah. He really could. If he gets a little little more win now, help. Um, My overreaction was going to be that the Pomeranians are not the worst team in the league, and they're not the second worst team in the league. But now I don't really think that's much of an overreaction. I think that they're comfortably the sixth best team in the league, at least. So I think mine is going to be that the Cavalcade is not going to sniff the playoffs. I had the Cavalcade as the number four team, but I think that there's going to be a clear, it's going to be clearly between me, John, Danny, uh, Jake, and uh, that's Colby. Getting somebody. Maybe the Ponies. Definitely the Ponies. I'm the biggest Ponies fan um, out there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then which. Teams or players surprised you? Which um, one you want to go first? I'll go with, you know who didn't surprise me? Alex Colome. I had him on my team and I dropped him. Did not surprise me. He's a bum. <laughs> who did surprise me? I'll give credit to Danny here. I was trashing Aaron Savali before the season started. I was just like, he's such a bum. I hate him. And he scored more than Garrett Cole. And I guess good kudos to you, Alex. I mean, Aaron Savali. John, you traded Savali to him, right? Yeah, but I don't really regret that trade. I don't think Savali is gonna is gonna uh, keep that up. So, and I got Dustin May out of it. Yeah, that's not a good deal. What's your surprise? My surprise: the one and only Jumbo Don Martinez, Ooh. JD Martinez, as some people would like to call him. Either one. Fifty-nine, 59 points. This guy is on fire. I was worried about him in the spring. Worried about him in twenty twenty. 
unbelievable start this year. I think he's going to hit 50 home runs. Such huge surprise. Haze. Huge boost for Jaden. Would not have won without him. Mm-hmm. Coming into opening day, I didn't know if he was going to be holding You didn't know if you were going to trade him. I was looking at – yeah, I was thinking about trying to trade one of him or Cruz. And I just, luckily, I ended up dropping Cruz. He's played well, but he's seven years older. Because I was thinking I might end up having, like, Andrew Vaughn in that slot. And he's Brad Keller with a bat right He has barely so. played. <laughs> He is Brad Keller with a bat. Hopefully, I think he'll move out of that soon, though. Um, the first surprise for me would definitely be Cavalcade's performance. I expected a lot more out of him. I thought he was going to smack the Pommies, but the Pommies showed him showed him level. So I was very surprised by that. So obviously, I was surprised by the Pommies as well. How about you, Colby? Uh, my my uh my surprise is uh, Christian Vasquez starting off the season super hot. We love to see mm-hmm. that. And then uh, yep. for the Pommies, you know, Trevor Rogers. Uh, I mentioned it before, but shutting it down on Saturday. We'd love to see that from a 23-year-old excellent pitcher. I had him last year. He gave me a couple good starts, but I had to drop him because he to drop, he just like shit the bat in one game. Okay, let's move into our week two predictions. First matchup is me versus Colby. I'm taking me, obviously. How about the rest of the Colby. Oh, okay. I love it. I mean, Colby, I picked against you last week. You'd think I learned my lesson. You got to take your lumps. I'm going with Kosh. All right. I'm actually going to say Pommies cover, but heads Ooh. win, simply because a large part of our game is managing, and I'm going to be pretty distracted because I got the football playoffs this week. So, yeah, it's not going to be there. Yeah, I understand that. Thank you for your confidence, though. Okay. How about the Cavalcade versus the Mud Eagles? I'm going to take the Mud Eagles. I'm I'm taking Cavalcade because Mud Eagle looks hurt right now. They look like actually like physically injured. Yeah, I, the Mud Eagles. Solution? I mean, the manager and the team just look emotionally and physically just all like down in the dumps right now. But the Cavalcade just looked terrible. So I got I got to go with the Mud Eagles. Uh, I'm also gonna go with the Mud Eagles. I think Tip. Think think Taylor's uh think Taylor's a strong kid. I think he's gonna bounce back. He's gonna he's gonna get back in this. Everyone against okay. John twice yeah, in I a think... row. And then how about the shiny carps and the meteors? I'm going the meteors. I think. John? I just think I'm gonna take I'm gonna take myself in that matchup. Sorry, Lucian. I mean, I would take myself Lucian? too, which I'm gonna do. Colby. Uh, this one's going to be simply because Lucian hasn't picked me yet. It's going to be John Hall <laughs> all day, Meteors. Okay. And then our final matchup, the long balls and the boneheads. I have to go the boneheads. I just don't think the long balls have the pitching to stay in this matchup. The long balls don't have it. Colby? What it takes to, to take to take on Danny right now. I'm taking Danny. Okay. This- Lucian? I'm, I'm picking the boneheads because I want them okay. to be undefeated when I eventually get to them Ooh. so we can both be undefeated. <laughs> I like that. I, I like got to go with Lucian. the boneheads. It's just, you know, I made the line big, and I'm taking the boneheads. There we go. That's our that's our only one with a unanimous pick. I Matt, love you, Zach, though. Don't, don't get it twisted. I don't think he's getting it twisted. Don't worry. Okay, we talked about the Alec Bone thing earlier. Yeah, right? we, we touched on that. Yeah, any additional thoughts that bad we missed? Or are we ready to move on from that? That was a really bad, bad call. Bad call. Who was the umpire? Anyone know? Bad call. I want my money back. Yeah, that is not fair to my man Colby. Mm-hmm. Help this man uh, on Sunday okay. night on Sunday night baseball too to do it like yeah, on the big yeah. stage for the week. So unfortunate. Um. Okay. Let's so how since we're all Red Sox fans, we got to talk about our undefeated Sox. Crazy. Six and out. 
everything is going right in Boston right now. I mean, I mean, what do you? What can you say? They're on fire, undefeated. They're smacking baseball. Didn't even get swept their first out. series, so that's good. Yeah, that is really good. You don't Jumbo want Dong Martinez. Yep, Jumbo Dong. Well, here's the thing: the Yankees to... almost got swept by the Rays, and I just wanted to, t- I just wanted to shout them out because you know Yankees fans shouldn't feel too bad about getting bodied by the Rays all weekend. Because I can't imagine anybody winning a series against the Rays. Like I don't know who would. So yeah. it had to be like a nasty team to win a series against Tampa mm-hmm. right now. Just to win two. Yeah, games. I mean, yeah, I just I couldn't even imagine a team. That yeah, let alone three. That. That's true. Yeah, it'd be just, crazy. Reigning AL, AL, AL champs. What are you gonna oh. do? You're, just, you're gonna lose those games. Mm-hmm. Yep, they're a winner two away. I mean, if Blake Snell stays in that game, they might be a world Can I say something? Uh, yeah, newest ahead. member of the New York Yankees, Runyet Odor. I think the shaving of his beard took off about 35 years from his age. He does look He's 12. That's all, that. That's all I had to say. I did not realize clearly, that man is clearly they're trying to keep, Clearly, they're trying to keep up with uh, Rocky Devers in terms of looking yeah, at the baby faces. Can't true. beat him. Black Rita. Okay, let's move into the mo- segment I'm most excited for Ooh. Lines with Lucian. Let's start with the heads popping. Lions with Lucian. <laughs> All right, so the um, <laughs> so we got the moderate heads versus the pommies. John, since you haven't seen these lines yet, um, we got the moderate heads minus 36 and a half. What are you taking there? What, like, I don't understand what I'm supposed to be picking here. So, like, thirty-six and a half means that, like, the average. Do you think? Do you think Jaden will beat me by thirty-seven or more? Points. Oh, yeah. So if you think I'm gonna win by thirty-seven or more, you're taking me. If it's gonna be last, oh, you're taking yeah, me. I'm taking Jaden then. All right, and then. Okay. Yeah, God, God, what are you not a degenerate? Man? <laughs> <laughs> and then. And then the over/under for total points is six seventy-two point five. So, like, between the two teams, do you think yes. that many points will be scored? Yes or no? That's over. Okay. Um. Okay, we got two overs on that one. Me and John both took the over. Sherm and Lush taking the under. And then, same thing. Me and John both took the heads. See, I took, Sherm, I took you at least lines. somewhere. I'm betting money on you. Thank you. <laughs> okay, next let's go to Cavalcade versus Scrapalation. All right, Lushin, so, John, now that you know how it works, we got uh, the Mud Eagles minus 23 and a half. Considering you took the Cavalcade straight up, I got to assume you're taking them with this one, too. Yeah, I'm taking Cavalcade. Okay. Um, and then uh, over under is six hundred and forty eight and a half. Under. Under. Okay. Um, carps. Meteors. Uh, we got Lucian. meteors minus forty seven and a half. Wait. So wait. If I choose, if I take myself, you. Ha- that means you think you're gonna win by more. Than oh yeah, I'm taking myself once. Oh, he's a blowout. Of course yeah, I took I the carps. Oh, yeah. I'm the only one that took the carps? Oh, my God. You guys are going to get – Yeah. You're going to be sorry. sorry. And, Lucia, or John, the over-under is 594.5. Over or under? Over. I'm a, uh, I might have made it a little bit too over low. for that matchup. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's 50 points lower than the other one. So. But we'll see how it goes. And then the final matchup, we got the balls versus the boneheads, which has we our got most minus 72 and a half for the boneheads. Boneheads. Yeah. Okay. The balls were. Well, now it's two-two now. Yeah. It was two-two. Yeah. And then for the over/under, we got six forty-three point five. Over. Okay. 
Everyone took that over too. Actually. Danny just scores a lot of points. I don't I feel mean, bad about that one. As they say, life's too short to bet the right. under. In fantasy baseball, maybe That's we got a lot of overs here. Only a couple pick the under. I'm. I. I. You just want to see the points. I, I, yeah, took, I took two, two and two. two. Yeah, I think I took one under. Yeah, I took actually, no, under I took one Calipi under. Never mind. But yeah, I took under for the heads and Tommies and over everywhere else. And I took all underdogs. It's going to be an underdog. We're all going to cover. Yeah, and that would be impressive. That would, that would mean it's a Yo, very interesting the, week of fantasy baseball. Hit the Pommies money line if you're trying to win big. Okay. Yeah, with this not real money. Um, so, we'll keep, I'll keep track of this. So, like, next week and a few weeks, we can look at the standings, see who's uh, the best degenerate gambler in this group of people that are on the show. I'm picking, <laughs> no, I'm picking Sherm, actually, for that. <laughs> I, I, Sherm is the one, only one who I think does it. I'm making the line. So I would like his odds. It's a thousand percent not me. It's because it, it, I'm bad. I'm trying to make my money bad. <laughs> I'm taking me. I make the lines. I make, I'm make. i making the right call also. I really like the name of this segment, Lines Illusion. I just want to make yeah, I pretty amazing really double good. entendre. I just love it. <laughs> I, I kind of like Lines oh, with Lamoureux. That's a good Either one, way, too, actually. That also would work. He's got that good name for lines with anything. Or do you line no, with that's, that's awful. <laughs> you have two you have yeah, two L names sitting in front of you. Born to right be there. a bookie. His name that's not L starting. Okay. Sure, we've heard there's some big news coming out of uh Pommy's We heard there's big news coming out of Pommy's camp today. You want to preview what we're going to get to see after this? Uh, we kind of want to keep it a little under wraps. Just know it's going to be an IGTV kind of thing. Uh, we are going to have a guest, Ooh. but we're not going to reveal that yet. Very excited. Uh, who that is. Um, and then I think we're ready to. Although there's only there's only <laughs> six people it could be. I think we're ready to move into the um, wrap up. So, as usual, let's do our songs of the week. Lucian, I see you've already put yours in. So what do, what do you got for us? Oh, yeah. I wrote it down when we did it, and... I was just looking through my on repeat, and I was like, this album comes up a lot. It's uh, Modest Mouse. It's called Good News for People That Hate Good News. No, Bad News for People That Hate Good News, I think. And I chose Ocean Breeze Salty. That's my song because I just like that song a lot. Okay. I like that. Thank you. Um, John, you want to go next? Yeah. The, uh, the re-released version of You Belong to Me by Taylor Swift. Ooh. Just... What is it called? It's called like what do they call it? Taylor's version or something? It's like that whole new album, right? Yep. Are yep. there any new songs? They all just re-records. There's like three new songs. I don't oh. care about those. I'm just bumping "You Belong with Me" new version. Okay. <laughs> Sherm, what do you got? Uh, mine's "Disaster Piece," which has nothing to do with fantasy baseball or how I'm feeling in terms of what the actual song is, but the name itself. It's just the perfect representation of what the Pommies are and what we represent. We are a disaster. <laughs> I think that is very fitting. You're a masterful disaster. Um, I think I'm going to go. John, I thought you were going to say this one, which I was, so was going to let you go first. I'm going to go with We're Good with by Dua Lipa. That's a good one. I, th- I, did, I stole that the would, one for yeah. you a couple weeks ago, so I figured I'd let you go first, give you the chance to go for it. Lobsters on the Titanic. Yeah, I, I, I want to make that a saying, lobsters on the Titanic. I feel like that applies in a lot of situations. Well, I think you can catch yeah, it on. Use your giant Twitter yeah, following. I have 100, 202 followers. that follow me that don't really care what I'm talking about. Yep. Okay. So, thank you guys for coming on. I think this was a very good episode. We kind of flew through our topics, but... Pretty successful. Nice, yeah. crisp 30 yeah, minutes. Very smooth. I mean, I think this is about what the week-to-week is going to look like now. 
We're going to try to mix in some guests, hopefully have some fun. And good luck to all of your teams in week two, except for Sherm. I'm not wishing you good luck. I would like to win. Um, good luck to Lucian. I wish you good luck, Jaden, because you're going to need it. So, I wish Kosh good luck, too, then. Yep. That was – Lucian, good luck. Good luck, John. I hope you lose. <laughs> I, well, I probably won't. <laughs> yeah, I say I like John Dodd. Okay. Lucian, if I lose, if you beat me this week, you can inject me with your EpiPen. If you lose, you're going down the power ranking. No, you might move. You might move up from beating me. I'm a tough. No, no, no. If I if I lose this week, you can push me all the way to six in the power ranking. I'm pushing. Oh, I'm pushing you down to seven if you lose. Yeah, you get seven if you lose to Lucian. Well, assuming the cavalcade. I don't know if the cavalcade loses, I'll probably in the long balls. They could. Oh, we could have. We could have three zero and two teams. That's gonna be seven. tough. Just time off for seven. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how if we see a lot of undefeated. Or what is it gonna? Let me look. We got um, either me or Colby's going to two and zero. The other one be one and one. Then one of Cavalcade and Muddy goes gonna stay zero and two. You could stay zero and two, Lush, or you could go to zero and two, and John will stay undefeated. And the same thing, the long balls, boneheads matchup. So we could have a lot of two and zeros and zero and twos. Okay, this was episode four of the Dynasty League Pod. Thank you guys for coming. And have a wonderful day. We'll see you all next week.